Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. Today we're talking about the sexiest NBA. I mean, my bad. We're talking about the the strongest. That's what it was. My I miss I mixed up you know my, my S words right there. I have uh, you may, as we start to go through my list, think I have some sort of strange fetish for shoulders, and you would be correct. As always, joined by Steven Sosa <laughs> to talk basketball, who uh, just fresh off eating some delicious, tasty wings. How are you doing, Steven? Yes, uh, I'm doing great. Doing great. Uh, do you want to do you want to talk about the the wings at all? Let people know how how oh, that experience uh, was. I, I can't even remember what the place is called, but. Uh, um, it's over by the, it's over by the Rayleigh's like in the same, uh, vicinity as the Rayleigh's in town, uh, in Placerville. And it's, uh, it's, uh, something, something Dan- pub. I can't remember. Dan, it's brick oven pub. Brick oven pub. That, that is what it is. I got you. I so, got you. I'm pretty good at Googling. So, uh. Yeah, they have really good wings there, a uh, hot wings. So, uh, and uh, I I enjoyed myself. So. Yeah, and and wings are really important because there's a lot of good protein in there, and it kind of makes sense why we'd be talking about Danitz Brick Oven Pub today on the the strongest NBA players in history, uh, Danitz Brick Oven Pub. sponsor of the podcast today so congratulations to any (laughs) business that you get there and we'll collect our two dollar check in three weeks from now so as i was coming up with my list is a really good idea because i remember i used to have like this really strange fascination with a couple of the players on my list Uh on my list and hopefully this doesn't come across super weird i know that these people likely aren't strong in actuality but they're body types were so imposing on the screen that I could only imagine how terrifying they must have been. Maybe not terrifying. They're kind of like Adonis, right? Like they're, they're these beautiful sculptures in a lot of ways. Right. I don't know how you went about it though, Steven. I went pure shoulders. Oh, oh, I just went like my number one guy I know is Shaq. So okay. I, I just was like, I guess I just went mostly big dudes, you know. Okay. Like, so. Well, it, maybe Shaq's a really good spot uh, spot to start because I have him under my actual strength list, but not the five people who I think are the strongest looking. I guess. But with with starting off with Shaq, what, so seven one seven two. I think he's seven one. I know. Three hundred twenty pounds. I I wonder if. I, I, he is huge and I'm sure he can lift a lot of weight what and whatnot, but I've, I've always just thought it was his mass that really made him as strong as he was. Cause he's always seemed to be like a little bit, a little bit flabbier. Yeah. He, uh, after his post magic days, post or post his Orlando days, he wasn't skinny anymore. You know, do you think that he was super yeah. strong back in the magic days? Yes. Oh, he he tore uh, diamond idiot. He tore down backboards. <laughs> yes, that's uh that has been that was a, a part of uh Shaq's game. He's probably the biggest, strongest, most powerful SOB that ever played in the NBA, okay? So, um like that's a huge part of his game is is his strength, you know? 
I, so I don't think there's going to be any debate between you and I when it comes to Shaq, but I would like to, as we start like talking about other, like I, 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 I'm trying to think of anything to say, Stephen, like other than, yep, Shaq's huge. He's seven foot one, 320 pounds. Okay. Bullied I'll, everybody around. I'll give you, all right. So I'll, uh, I'll give you some more. He was very agile and very nimble for a guy his size. Like it was, it was, it was almost like, uh, like how I, I feel this way when I watch Zion. Um, uh, where I go, how the heck, uh, is, is that guy like with that body able to move like that basically, you know? And that's how I felt. That's what it felt like watching Shaq in his prime. It's like, how the heck is he so fast? You know, like how is he, how is he able to do that? But he could, he could like he would do his uh, when he would spin off people. It was like he he was just really, you know, uh, dominating. And just, yeah. he has the agility. He has the speed. He has the quickness. I've always wondered the biggest what if is because this was what Kobe would say he hounded Shaq about, and like what was essentially the the rift was he didn't really put in the time. Eventually, he got to a point where he's just like I am so overpowering. And so dominant, I'm just going to ride that to three straight championships. Then he won that championship, I believe, in 06 with the Heat. Yeah. But, like, he wasn't – he was never as dominant after leaving the Lakers, I feel like. I know that the – No, he wasn't. He had his his best years, I feel like, uh, with the Lakers. And then – and then, like, in 2000, he was the MVP of the league. Um, and that was their, during their first championship run in LA, uh, the first championship of the three feet. And, um, you could not stop Shaq from scoring other than to foul him in the low post. That's dominance folks. When all you can do to stop a guy from scoring is foul him. Like that's, dominance i think um, a, a really good barometer for someone as far as like their talent level goes or impact on the game is if rules are created based on that person right so Shaq had a number of rules obviously the no fouling away from the ball in the last two minutes then also they started to get new backboard uh stanchions i believe is the word backboard mm-hmm. supporters because yeah he would just destroy them and collapse them so that's a- right. They had to like redesign them. <laughs> uh, and um, uh, Shaq, um, Shaq, I love, I love Shaq's story because like uh, the legend of Shaq is like some, it's like a Paul Bunyan type story, you know? That's he had a blue story. ox. What do you mean? I'm saying like, he's just a tall tale. The story of his life is like, he could eat more than 10 men. And one time I saw it, you know, that that kind of thing. That is Shaq's life. He is the closest thing to a real life. John Henry, Paul Bunyan kind of character. 
that there is, I think. Um, Not going to hear any disagreement from me. Yeah, when he was 13 years old, he was big enough and strong enough that he was playing basketball with uh, grown men who were soldiers in the army and holding his own, right? And he's 13 years old. Like, that's nuts. That's insane. You know? Um, they're military guys, you know? Like, I'm, and here I am, 31, and I can't even hold my own with with a grown adult men. So kudos to you, 13-year-old Shaq. Yeah, well, Shaq, well, Shaq was just so big and strong and everything. It was ridiculous. He is one of these... the the strongest human beings I have ever seen in my life. And I'm not exaggerating. Um, watching him play basketball was like, I mean. It had to have sucked think, to guard him. Yeah. If you think that like LeBron is hard to defend, which he is like Shaq in the low post was impossible to defend basically yeah. like he, like i said all you could do was foul him and uh and and the thing about it was even though he didn't make his free throws you had to foul him to stop him from scoring basically and and uh like there was nobody that could stand up to him one-on-one no one and and the only person who was another person on my list who could even uh, put up some kind of fight against him? Ooh, uh, strength for strength was Ben Wallace. Oh, Ben Wallace. I did not have him on my list, though. He also has very beautiful shoulders. <laughs> oh yeah, I think. He I has, think uh, I think the reason that I don't really have Ben Wallace on there is because he was so short-lived as a talent. <laughs> uh. He he had his best years on the Pistons. Uh, oh, for sure. For about for about a six year period or something like that, he was one of the best bigs in the league. Yeah, it looks like two thousand to about two thousand six when he uh, joined the Bulls, and then after yeah. that, it was all kind of over. Right after that, he was just kind of playing. But he wasn't like the dominant force he had been. Oh my but, gosh, his shoulders are. This is just going to be Alex looking up pictures of all of these people and going, oh my yeah. gosh, look at his shoulders. He is a ripped man, six foot nine. I don't know how. Yeah, much they he called weighs. him, they called him the body. Um, they called the, the players in the league apparently called uh, uh, Ben Wallace the body like they call them the body because that's the ideal body to have because he is looking because, mighty good in this Cleveland Cavaliers uniform. Whole, Woo, look it up. Everyone. His whole body is like a muscle basically. Like he's, he's solid muscle. Like back then he was, he was like un- unbelievably strong. And he um, came around and, at like the perfect time too to be able to play Shaq in the 2004 finals and everything because yeah. like n- not to like I, I feel like people take this the wrong way but like i think ben wallace is like incredibly overrated if all you're really really good at is defense for like four to five years 
I, I'm not okay. overly impressed with you. Like he, it's not like yeah, he was putting he up any scoring score. or anything, but he did help him I win a championship. Say, I would say, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Um, uh, what was that you just said? That he's overrated? No, no, no. Uh, other than that, I, I caught that part. Oh, I like I, I, I've, I've never been a big fan of anybody, like any player where you're really only good at one thing, whether it be offense or defense. And it's only for about four to five years. Like he was just an amazing defender for, it looks yeah. like six years. And then that was kind of it. He kind of just uh, came and went really quick. Yeah, it was, it was, he stayed in the league for a long time. Yes. But, he did. but he was only good for a short period of time. It was like a five or six year period. Yeah. 2000 to um, 2006. Yeah. And uh, he's a four time defensive player of the year though. That's pretty cool. So even though he was a specialist and I understand what you're saying about not being as impressed with the specialist, but even though he was a specialist and he was pretty much all defense and rebounding, like we're talking about one of the best, defensive players like ever ever yeah so i mean and looking at these pictures of the year. best shoulders ever so there's really no and, and like he won the ship he got a, he got a championship it, he has those yeah. awards that you just mentioned so i don't want to take anyone's because i feel like that's what our culture does it's just like any way we can find to demean another person we do it which or is what i just did down. yeah but like i do remember i think part of my anger towards him is because i'm a lakers fan and i hated that they lost the 2004 nba championship if i'm being completely and honest he definitely so. was a huge reason why they lost so you know ben wallace so while we're on like the shoulders I just want to rattle off five people and I, I and just let me know, Stephen, if any of these uh, call your attention. Okay. These are all what these, these are who my five, my list of five are with an honorable mention. And then I have my actual strength list. Dwight okay. Howard, David Dwight Robinson, Howard. Kawhi okay. Leonard, Carl Malone, Scotty Pippen. Wow. Okay. Uh, I like the Dwight Howard one, uh, and uh, the the Carl Malone one. Carl Malone has to be on a list if you're going to talk about uh, the strongest people that ever play the game. So no love for um, David Robinson, Kawhi, or Scotty. Um, Kawhi, Kawhi definitely. Um, I mean, they Kawhi's definitely like strong um and you can see that he's strong not only by looking at him but you watch him play he's a strong player you know um but um i i uh was thinking more uh all time because i don't really think of you know i was thinking more of all the players that have ever played um, in the NBA, because uh, these days, I I don't really, with the exception of Stephen Adams, I don't really uh, like see a lot of players that like what makes them good is that they're they're really strong. You got LeBron. I mean, I can think of Stephen Adams. LeBron is and, my honorable mention. 
For, yeah. Because uh, he also has beautiful he, shoulders. Uh, yeah. Um, LeBron uh, and Steven Adams. And then the list starts to get really, you know, uh, thin after that. I guess you could say Russell Westbrook. You he know? has nice shoulders too, but I, I don't really see him as strong in comparison to a lot of people, but he would I mean, make my shoulders would, list. He would make the shoulders list. Right. But like, have you seen that guy when he finishes at the rim? He's like one of the best finishers that ever played the game. Um, he, that guy. When it, like, when it comes to dunking. <laughs> well, Dunking is finishing though. No, no, no. Well, so are layups. I don't I've never I've never been overly impressed with his ability to finish unless it is a dunk. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Do, do you get what I mean by that? Like there are people like Kyrie Irving, that right, is a finisher. He, like Kyrie he Irving, like he's probably he's probably probably uh the best below the rim finisher at the rim in the league, Kyrie. He's so good. And I don't like him, but he is so good. Reminds me a lot of myself. I think that's why I don't like him. <laughs> Kyrie? Moody. Moody and unpredictable. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Kyrie. I think he's kind of a, a whiner and a Easy. baby. He, I and... just said that you're descri- uh, that Kyrie reminds me of me, so I feel like you're kind of sh- shots fired right now. So you also think I'm a whiner and a baby? Let's Maybe, maybe we don't talk about I'm Kyrie. I'm not saying <laughs> that. Come on. Well, I'm, cu- I'm I'm curious some of your other what's what's your list? I'm curious what your list is now. You David right, Robinson, no right. love for the Admiral and no love for Scotty Pippen. Yeah, uh I mean those they're those are good solid picks. I just uh uh they weren't on my list, but I only came up with five people. I can name more people if you want. Just na- but- no, just name five like cuz those were like the people I thought I'm like strength. These guys yeah, so uh, I thought of Carl Malone. Shaq was the first guy that came to mind. Shaq, LeBron, Carl Malone, uh, and then uh, uh, Ben Wallace, and then um, uh, Dennis Rodman, another mention of Dennis Rodman. And uh, you love Dennis Rodman, dude. (laughs) What I said, you loved it. You love rebounders, though. Is that like kind of like people who play defense? Dude, you talk about your shoulder fetish. My friend makes makes fun of me because I have a rebounding like thing about rebounding. I love people that can rebound, but I mean, if you look at uh, Dennis Rodman in his prime. That guy, he was built, you know. Um, so this is like after built. the after he was on the Pistons, right? I feel like he kind of filled out once he was like went to the Bulls, really. Oh, he he definitely was in better was was in better condition and better shape uh, when when he was playing for the Pistons. Those were his best years, um, but he he never was like small. He always was muscular. What you are you know? talking about? He's just a little guy when he was on the Pistons. Like I, here, okay, really quick, really quick side note for anyone listening. I know all of these people that I'm talking about could beat me in a fight, and that they are stronger than me. 
So I hope that everyone, I'm not comparing myself against them. I'm comparing these NBA players against all other NBA players. You look at Dennis Rodman when he was on the bad boy Pistons from like 88 to 90. He's a really skinny guy. He's, he wasn't. He, he got, I'm looking he, at a picture right now. <laughs> I, uh, dude, so I am seeing, I am seeing uh, what it looks like. And no, he's not like, I, I know he's not like, but he's muscular. Oh, you mean he's like cut. He's definitely cut. I'm not going to like, you could see a beautiful bicep right there. Beautiful. Yeah. But I feel like he was stronger and bulkier, like scarier on, on the bulls personally. He was, he was, I, I would agree he was bulkier on the bulls, but like he never was, I don't think he ever was like skinny, you know? Yeah. Which like, just. Well, yeah, I think what I mean is just like he looks lean. He looks lean. It looks like he's just pure muscle when he was on the Pistons. And so yeah. I, I think essentially we're arguing semantics. And I'll tell you what, we should just rename our well, podcast. We, Let's talk about Dennis Rodman. No, no, uh, we can move on. But wait, didn't you uh, have Dennis Rodman on your all time starting five, too? Right. Well, I, I did. But because I was trying to think of somebody that didn't need the ball that would have a big impact, but that was the other podcast. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I liked the idea of putting Rodman in there because he's a guy that, uh, doesn't need to score, didn't care about scoring. And I know he's the kind of guy he'll get rebounds, play defense and pass the ball, you know? I mean and he did fight against another one of your mentions, Carl Malone, in a professional wrestling match as well. So yeah. definitely there, there was a reason that they had him, I think more because of the sideshow part. And then they bring Carl Malone into it because Carl Malone uh, essentially broke, <laughs> broke Isaiah Thomas's face. That's the reason I had him on my list. And because those yeah. shoulders are ginormous. So anytime he's mumbling to himself, flipping the ball, doing some free throws, mm, just some tasty. I wish they had DVR back then. I have to look this stuff up on YouTube. Man, yeah, I love Carl. Um, I uh, uh, I remember uh, just a little bit of a side story. I remember reading uh, the book. I think it was Eleven Rings by Phil Jackson. If I remember right, that was the book I was reading, and uh, he talked about uh, how Dennis Rodman. Um, uh, now I'm not saying, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Dennis Rodman was like in tip top condition his whole career. Cause he wasn't, he was partying and doing drugs and drinking and all, and, and Having still fun. playing. Right. Yeah. And well, I'm not judging. I'm just, and, and, uh, uh, but, but he was like, really strong i thought you know yeah um uh anyway uh i was reading in this book phil jackson was talking about since we're talking about uh dennis rodman and Carl malone uh rodman before before like the first game of the first nba finals i guess um if i remember right it was in the nba finals and rodman know, knew that like uh Carl Malone loves the outdoors, right? And he's like really an outdoorsy guy. Um, uh, 
Charles Barkley called him a black redneck. And uh, um, anyway, Dennis Rodman before the game was like, yeah, you know, making comments about uh, about nature and, you know, uh, yeah, you know, I like to look at trees and stuff too, like making fun of them. So I think that added to uh, their those whose rivalry was just Dennis Rodman was was annoying anyway. Man, it's so funny too. Like looking at once again, just so everyone knows, as we're recording this podcast, I'm just looking up the players that we're talking about and just looking at different, really, really strong. Uh, I'm I'm comfortable to say it. Like huge biceps right here, Mr. Carl Malone. Huge, uh, huge shoulders right here, Mr. Carl Malone. It, it reminds me, I used to, when I played 2K more frequently, I would always like create wow. players. I think before it was super, people do it now, like they create skins for people that you can just yeah. download. But like back in like 2013, 2014, I would always, even though I'm not a huge Carl Malone fan, I loved creating him as a player because I just got to make massive shoulders, massive biceps, <laughs> and he would be my power forward every single time. Just because if you're, if you're looking for squad goals, anyone that's going to the gym, like I think Carl Malone, just looking at all these pictures and all the different people, that is one of those. That man is a terrifying, terrifying specimen. I would not want to, run into Carl Malone right. when he is upset mm. at me in any way. Holy Malone. Carl Malone was, as I just mentioned, was quite literally a mountain man. So like, you know, he was like that dude. Yeah. You that don't want to going back to Paul Bunyan, Steven, he's the one that's just chopping down trees. And as he starts to perspire, this is all for the female listeners. As he starts to perspire a little bit, just starts unbuttoning that, that flannel shirt one button at a time until he's fully just yoked and chopping down trees. <laughs> yeah. At least that's yeah. what, I, that's how I imagine it. Yeah. He, uh, um, uh, he, I'm and for the male listeners, anyone, anyone who enjoys visions of people chopping trees without their shirt on, uh, enjoy that yeah. little anecdote I just threw out there. Yeah. So, uh, he, um, but, uh, yeah. Carl Malone was like his whole career. He was one of the strongest players in the NBA. Like he was just like you said, he was a specimen. He was like, uh, like strength wise. I think he was LeBron before LeBron. So, and I don't even know if like strength wise, LeBron has caught up. Like I'm just looking at side by sides uh, as I've, said 14 times now and he is i i don't have words he is incredibly ripped Malone was like beefier do it looks like he was looks like he's beefier yeah. than lebron so well but lebron's like 260 pounds and he's like super muscular you know so yeah. that's saying something about Carl Malone, like uh like him, hate him or love him, you know, whether you like him or not, that guy is one of the strongest basketball players to ever play the game. Yeah, he's 249, six foot nine. Yeah. Jesus. Um that's that's uh, that's the that's that's the name you're gonna be calling if 
Carl Malone is ever upset at you. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but um, uh, another another person um, uh, I I would like to mention is uh, a little guy who actually has uncommon strength for a little guy. Um, uh, his name was Earl Boykins. He was five foot five, and there was you remember Earl? I remember Earl. <laughs> so. He was a little tiny five foot five guy. Hope. And uh, at least among the, the tiny small guys, he was known as like probably the strongest short guy, the strongest small guy that ever played, you know? Um, and uh, there's all kind of ridiculous things that people say about he could lift 10 times his weight or whatever. And, and I've heard him talk about this before. And so he was like, yeah, you know, I've heard some ridiculous stuff, but, um, he's like, but he, I'm not an ant. <laughs> no, he, uh, he, um, was able to lift an impressive, you know, amount of weight, but he was I think five, five, one thirty three. So anything, yeah. I'm sure he could lift his body weight and then some. So right, no, they. I, if I remember right, they said he could lift 300 pounds. Ooh. Do you so. know like benching or like what that was specifically? Because ben, benching, bench. Holy benching. mother! Woo. Yeah. Ooh, so ooh. I got some work uh, to do. And Get motivated um, right now. Uh, if I remember right, they said 300 pounds is what it was, and that is super impressive for a guy that's five foot five. And, and, uh, then, um, I, I, they, they told stories in the, the show I was watching, uh, it was KG's show area 21. And, uh, uh, he had a bunch of short players on there and, uh, uh, Nate Robinson was talking about, um, going up against Earl Boykins and getting all fired up because, they're the two shortest guys in the league, right? Uh, at the time, uh, the two shortest guys in the league were Oral Boykins and uh, Nate Robinson. And so his teammates are getting them all fired up. And he's thinking, because he's taller than uh, Earl Boykins, I'm going to post him up, right? So he posts him up, calls for the ball, goes to back him down and said, Earl did not move. And I, I was just laughing, cool. you know, he didn't move. Good for uh, him. Making us, so, making us small dudes proud. Thanks, Earl. So that's a, uh, that's a story about a little guy that had uncommon strength. Um, uh, Can I point something out really quick that I find to be maybe interesting, or maybe it's just, we are products of our time. Not a huh. single player that we have mentioned played before 1986 <laughs> well do you, do you remember the first podcast we did steven where i was just like they're they're all really really weak like they're all all their bodies were gross <laughs> right right i feel like i feel like you you have helped in proving my point that 70s 60s 50s basketball was just a bunch of uh tall lanky people trying to do their best uh, except for maybe the exception of 
I, I know that there's there's badasses in there, but the exception of maybe Wilt Chamberlain might be the only person who I would even consider putting on this list. But I, I think that just goes Wilt. to my, my point of like, I don't think that it's, I don't think it's highly impressive what people did pre-1980 compared yeah. to like now and later on. Like they, they always want to be like, Bill Russell won 11 championships. And now I'm, you know, right. all those Boston was- fans are going to judge me. But like, congratulations, you won 11 championships. You were 6'11". And, or six ten in a in an eight in an eight team league. Congrats! I was going to point that out. There were nine like nine teams in the league, so like Bill Russell was great for his time, you know. Uh, agreed, one hundred percent agreed. But there are certain players like Michael Jordan that if you threw nineteen eighty eight Michael Jordan in today's league, he would kill. Same with uh, Larry Bird, I think. I know we disagree about Magic, but I think Magic oh, I think Johnson Magic would be. I think I still think that Magic would be good. I think he could play and succeed, but he would be nowhere yeah. near as good as he was then. But what's also hard, Stephen, when like you're comparing um, when you're comparing eras against one another, is the common argument yeah he would have learned how to shoot threes like magic would have learned and adapted to the league now of course i mean to be fair to me i love magic by the way i'm a lakers fan all the you know all those kind of conversations it's like you don't have a time machine you can't go back and see or whatever so so all you can do is like but it's still fun to go you know what if basically it really is because and i think like just because i don't know what it is but magic is always i was i've been watching like a bunch of his highlights and he is really fun to watch in those highlights but i he wasn't even the best (laughs) this is probably blasphemy but like i don't even think he he was i want to make sure everyone understands too like i am so grateful that magic johnson existed because it allowed the evolution of basketball into the nineties, into the two thousands, into like where we're at now, like he grew the sport. He is the personality that made basketball work, but <laughs> like, I've just, I I've watched him. I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not like overly impressed with, with anything, with anything that you did. I don't even think he was like the top five player in the eighties themselves. Like I would put bird. What? I would put that's, bird. I'm sorry. That's, did you will you wow. let me name my players real quick? <laughs> I don't. I'm look. sorry, and I'm just surprised that you don't think he was a top five player of the '80s. I'm not. I, let me name the players. He might be in the top five as I'm starting to think of players right now. But um, I think Bird and Jordan, even yeah. Jordan of the '80s, was better than yeah. Magic was. Abdul Jabbar. I know he was able to win a championship without Kareem in the eighties, uh, his rookie year. Great. Fantastic. And then yeah. that's where, that's where I, I, I could at least put those three players. It was above one him. game to, to be, to be fair. He won. He managed to win. He played awesome, but he managed to win one game uh, without Kareem, but he wouldn't have, he really, he wouldn't have won that championship if Kareem wasn't on that team, you know? And I would also put Moses Malone. I think Moses Malone is one of potentially the most underrated player in NBA history. Uh Uh-huh. And then maybe, but now I'm just kind of picking so that I could have five players to put above Magic. I'm thinking Magic is right at that five spot Uh as I think about it. So I don't think I can come up with another, because I don't think Isaiah Thomas was better 
at all. I don't know. He wasn't better. No, even they're... he, even he admits he wasn't better. He, he himself says he was the second best point guard of the eighties. Magic was the first one. And I agree with that. I think magic was the best point guard of the eighties. 100%. Yeah. I, I think, uh, if we're, we're getting a little bit off topic, we're very off topic, but like essentially that we got into this because the pre 86, there's no like super strong bodies was all I was trying to, was all I was trying to say. Uh, I, I, I will say, I think, uh, I think, Dr. J was pretty strong. He was pretty muscular. And uh, uh, I think uh, um, Wes Unseld. Uh, oh, interesting. I, I saw a game from like 1978 that I saw him play. And looking at, looking at him, like he was about 6'9 or so. So an undersized big guy. But one of the best passing bigs ever, and he played in the seventies, and he was strong. You know, if he would have played now, he would have been like, he he looks like he has mass that he could add to his body. Looking at these pictures, so I, I just don't think that physical fitness, as far as weightlifting, was super important back then. So, oh no, this, that's a good like, that's like a good you, hidden gem you just found there, Wes Unsel. Yeah, as, as, as you as you pointed out, um, uh, as you pointed out, like. Guys were smoking two packs a day, you know. So, <laughs> so and and you actually had overweight players, you know. Just the good old days, 1970s, when uh, NBA players could drink, smoke, and do cocaine. <laughs> yeah, and play yeah. just fine. <laughs> yeah, um, but the players that I I since you named some players that you. Uh, you know, you were naming the players of the 80s, the best players of the 80s. Um, I think the best players of the 80s, you have to have, in whatever order, you have to have Magic, uh, Larry Bird, and uh, Jordan, uh, Michael Jordan. Irving. And then, uh, uh, and then after that, like uh, I actually, you know what, Steven? Let me stop you there because that would be we could do a decades. We could do decades podcast where we go best players from the seventies. Although I'm pretty sure I have. That. I'm pretty sure I have. I, I know people listening be like, "This dude is just wrong." Magic Johnson is one of the best players of all time, which I'm not saying he's not. Is it like that's like what's weird? Is why can't somebody be the top twenty player ever to play the game? Like I do think Magic's in the top twenty players ever. But I just okay. don't. I just don't think that he would be. I just don't think he'd be as successful now as he was then. And like, I'm still once again, I'm very, very grateful to him. I just think he's over overhyped. If I'm being honest, uh, the only reason that I think he wouldn't be quite as successful now is because he'd have more competition. But the reason he'd have more competition has a lot to do with what he did. Exactly. You know. Awesome. Well, you got any other thoughts that you want to throw out there, Stephen, while we're still on the subject of strength? Okay. Um, uh, let's see here. Trying to think of some other really strong players. Um, uh, I liked your Dwight Howard one. You know, he was pretty strong. But in terms of guards, I think uh, – Michael Jordan 
is one of the strongest uh, like parameter players that ever played the game. That's what everybody who played against him says, you know, that he was the shack of two guards. That's what Reggie Miller said about him. Um, and, and you could see, you know, he was muscular. Um, so he was, he was skinny. He wasn't like really bulky, but he was muscular, you know? Uh, and he had the shoulder thing that you like. <laughs> I love those shoulders. He uh, does have beautiful. Uh, he just, what's, what's weird about him though, just really quick. He is like a beautiful body, like another beautiful body. But uh-huh. I, he's one of those people who, if I did see, I would like, obviously he'd be very physically empowering, but like knowing his personality, I would not be scared of him, which I do not think says uh, a lot for his, <laughs> a lot for his uh, basketball acumen or, or tenacity, would you say? Yeah. I would say. I also, I also want to mention, uh, by the way, I like your mention of Scotty Pippen. Thank uh, you. I, I didn't think of him, but that's a good mention. Um, uh, Kobe has to get some mention. Uh, oh, you always, Kobe. you always got to throw Kobe in too. That, those are your two go tos, Kobe and Dennis Rodman, baby. Well, hey, uh, Dennis Rodman was like a really muscular guy, and and Kobe, the reason he got better is because he built up his body. Yeah. Because he had all the skill and everything, right? And like uh he had all the talent in the world, but he said uh he realized that to take the next step, he had to start lifting, he had to start working out more and stuff. And he he said he noticed that Michael and Scotty, they're lifting all the time. He could tell, right? And uh, that um, uh, he said he looked at a player like Mitch Richmond and he could tell that he has a strong base, but that he wasn't working out all the time. But, but can I he tell knew- you why I don't like Kobe Bryant, like as a one of the strongest of all times, because if you throw him in as like an honorable mention, you got to mention someone like James Harden, 6'5", 220. Like James Harden uh-huh. is a rip. Like, and I think that's what. Like, I love Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant well, is the gonna, player of my generation. <laughs> yeah, if we're gonna talk about just like the the strongest, strongest players are gonna be the bigger players. But you know, um, true. I kind of wanted to uh, to mention some of the guys that aren't as big that were also strong you know um i need to get so in the that's gym. why huh i need to get in the gym <laughs> yeah so do i um <laughs> looking at all these pictures i'm just like man i guess it's possible these guys are like my age in all of these pictures <laughs> yeah um uh one of the best transformations physically of a player that i've ever seen by the way shout out to Zion Williamson and how strong that guy is. Yeah, that's a good one too. Holy crap. Like that guy's a physical specimen. Um, um but uh uh Steven Adams uh people make make jokes about Steven Adams because he's so big and strong. Like they make 
make I I hear people make lumberjack. He comes, you know, from a family of lumberjacks and uh, stuff like that because he just looks like he he is a physical specimen. You know, he, he looks way stronger like, with a beard than without a beard too. Well, he probably looks more intimidating with a beard. Way yeah. more intimidating. Looking at his pictures. Uh, yeah, but Stephen Adams is a massive, really strong human being. Um, uh, and I, I have always said about him that if I was ever in a dark alley, I'd want him. You know, in a fight, I'd want him by my side. Um, uh and then uh let's see who else can i i know there's gonna be somebody i think of and you know after this and go dang it i have two really quick honorable mentions and i think one of them are are potentially who you were gonna i was gonna say charles barkley and jerry stackhouse oh you know what i was gonna say charles barkley next yeah. I was going to say Charles Barkley. Like being short, um, like obviously he has a lot of mass, but he was not afraid of anybody. Like that's that's like what was hard too in this thing. It was like, who's the strongest player? I'm like, sometimes if you're not afraid and just kind of strong looking, I will also consider you to be like, like Dwight Howard. I would not be scared of Dwight Howard, but I know that yeah. he could beat me up. Charles Barkley, right. even though he is in theory smaller than Dwight Howard, I would be terrified to see Charles Barkley. You, have you, I mean... If you watch old games of Charles Barkley playing, like it is, it is not easy to like rebound at the level that he was able to rebound at whatever size you are. You could be seven feet, and most guys they can't rebound like Charles Barkley because he able could box to. out, baby. Right, he's using Barkley, that booty. Barkley, like Barkley was was even stronger than he looked. That's all I got to say. Dude, he's got some thick, thick thighs. That's where all that boxing out power was. Man, those are nice. Yeah. He, uh, um, uh, where, you know, I think that uh, he is like the ultimate unicorn in the history of the NBA. Uh, because it's like Barkley... The closest thing to Barkley now to me is Zion Williamson, but um, uh, not as good, but like Zion Williamson reminds me a lot of Barkley. Well, Zion Williamson, a big part of his game is his power and his strength. You know, yep. Barkley had a lot of that. Yeah, this is, I'll tell you what, I'm sure people are getting annoyed at me saying it, but I just love looking at these pictures. <laughs> I love it. Uh, anyways but uh great steven thanks a ton for for the time today and the the next time that we have something that we want to talk about we hope that you give it a listen Give us one more chance to change your mind.